0: hello guys and welcome back to freelance diaries this is the podcast where i talk about my week and how my life as a freelance graphic designer is here in lisbon and it's, it's just a little diary entry basically about yeah what i do and my journey um, i'm so happy you tuned in i'm your host nicole and this podcast will come out now every sunday so i'm really really happy about that and um yeah let's jump right in Um, Last week, I talked about this call that I had and that I didn't um, get, like, with a potential client, to clarify, and, um, yeah, that I didn't get a response um, after the call, although um, that marketing manager wanted to send me an email with the project so that we could um, talk about pricing and everything, and so... I got an email back now and I didn't get the job now, which is fine. (laughs) I think the thing that just is bothering me the most is that this process has been going on since August. So instead of telling me now, after also weeks of not, oh, it felt like weeks, I think it was like two weeks now that I didn't get any information uh, from that marketing manager. It just feels a bit um, weird because it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of um, their time as well. So I just, why not just say it, you know, they are going with a a big agency, which is fine. Um, But of course I would have loved to know that sooner so that I can just move on. Um, But anyway, of course I was a little bit disappointed but at the same time, honestly, like the process of just the call and like getting back, getting a response was so dreadful already that now I think maybe it's for the best, you know, because do you really want to work with with um, a company or a client that just like getting the call and like you wanting to do something for them? And all this process is already so dreadful and yeah, just yeah, just so um, unorganized, basically. So I, of course, I would have loved to have the opportunity. But I think, like, I'm here right now in Lisbon, where I live at the moment, because of all the jobs I didn't get when I was back in Germany. I had these um, I had these situations a couple of times where I came really, really far and the, the people or the companies really loved what I did. And then something happens, like they got a new investor and he decided to not work with an in-house designer or, I don't know, things like that. Um, So all of these losses basically got me where I am today, living in Lisbon (laughs) in Portugal. And this is actually something good. So I'm just trying to, of course, let myself feel the disappointment, which I definitely felt. But at the same time, just thinking, okay, a rejection is not always a bad thing. It can be an opportunity for something even better, something that brings me even more joy, you know. And also, it brought me into a position where I really had to change something, you know, because I kind of, in the back of my head, I have to be honest, relied on the thought, okay, I will get this job, because like I said also in the previous episodes um that everything like every feedback was always really positive so I didn't have like doubts that they didn't like my work or how you know I yeah how I do my work basically so I was quite sure which I have learned now you can never be sure (laughs) just when you really have the contract signed (laughs) um but yeah, I was, I was quite sure, no, oh, yeah, this would be fine. And then I have this and this money and coming in. And um, now I really have to rethink all my strategy a bit more. And um, like I said in the last episode, I really um, wanted to try to find my niche and be a little bit more specific or on my offerings and what it is that I actually do so it made me really like work on yeah, my business model more and I think um it helped me like a lot more to actually like do the work you know because I was a little bit like relying on oh no yeah it's all gonna be fine I'm gonna get this job and then I'm gonna have this income and you know and then go from there but now I have to grind it out which is fine um, I love a challenge and I actually thrive when I'm under pressure (laughs) is that healthy we don't know (laughs) but that's the case this is why I always did my projects last minute um, in uni and um, they always turned out really great actually (laughs) so um, yeah maybe this is now my my time where I really thrive Um, and so I've been yeah, defining my niche and I've been thinking, okay, what is it that brings me really, really joy? What is what I really want to do? Who do I want to work with? And for now, I came to the conclusion that I really, really want to be a brand designer. That That's what I started with um, twen- in 2020 and that's what brought me so much joy to just create this brand identity like a world around a brand and bring that to life and um, like give this brand a soul if you if you want to say it like that like give it like a soul bring it to life this is what really just brings me so much joy and I feel like I'm really good at that as well um, and um, I want to get back more into websites and building websites, and um, I've been um yeah learning a lot around that, and I really want to like create this whole brand experience for businesses, basically. um so this is what I decided now to do <laughs> to just niche down more and not being like okay yeah I can do this one brochure for this one business and then I don't know this um, set of stickers or this pitch deck for this business and of course if I have the opportunity now because um, yeah at, at, at this beginner level you can't always choose your dream client of course I can wish for it and I can manifest it <laughs> and I can do everything to uh, um, attract these kind of clients but it's also more than normal to um, not have these dream clients at the beginning. Although I have to say, when I first started, I had like my first client was my dream client. It was a, a natural or like a organic skincare brand and I loved working for them. And um, it was amazing. So I know that it's possible, which is something that really is getting me going and getting like all my stuff out there and I think like I've figured out um, a lot more Um, I set my prices and everything I will get back into like pricing and all of that later because I want to talk a bit about that as well Um, but yeah I've been um, finding my niche finding okay I want to work as a brand designer and um, I want to work for people who can appreciate the quality of design or just what design does what good design does i don't want to work with people who want me to create something really quick on canva i want to work with people who can appreciate the value yes that's the word i was looking for (laughs) the value of design and what it can do to your business and that appreciate aesthetics and I don't want a quick fix they want to really elevate the brand and dive into this brand strategy and finding out okay why is it that i really am doing this business and what is my mission what do i want to accomplish in one to five to ten years like really dive into that yeah strategy as well and um this is the kind of business owner or founder that i'm looking for who um values all of that and is also happy and doesn't seem doesn't see it as a burden but is happy to pay that because they know the value and they yeah they value (laughs) value 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 (laughs) but they do value like the work that I do. Um so yeah um and also I think I really really want to work with like more businesses that really are searching for a really refined really professional almost luxurious um aesthetic i think because that is what i feel like i'm really good at and that's where i thrive basically so um yeah this is my kind of client (laughs) if you one of them (laughs) slide into my dms (laughs) no just no i'm not kidding (laughs) um yeah please slide into my dms (laughs) Um, yeah so that's that I've been also thinking about um, because I am you know I'm really vulnerable on this podcast like I do openly say yeah I don't know what I'm doing right now or um, I am not sure I'm a beginner and after recording last week's episode or after it was published as well I was a little bit not scared but i was like oh is it really the w- the right way to do that because you know on the one side you want to position yourself as an expert of course in your field but on the other side i really also want to be really authentic and just say this, the things like they are because otherwise how will other designers for example or other people that are just starting their business feel because i know when i first started I didn't have anybody on Instagram that said oh actually I'm just figuring it out as I go and everybody does that but nobody talks about it that you wing it sometimes and that you say yeah yeah I can do all of that but you actually learn how to do it while you have that client for example this is something that happens a lot um, in the industry and um, but nobody obviously talks about it because everybody wants to seem like very professional, very, of course, like a an expert in their field. So I was a little bit feeling um, maybe uncomfortable about sharing so much um, of the things that I don't know. <laughs> I think that's just not very common, but I think it's human. And I really want to connect with people that don't want to show side or always the perfect side I always pretend that everything is always fine and always perfect and they know everything and everything is streamlined everything is um, perfect every process every client is amazing which is just not the case you know that's just reality and um, I so I came back um, and concluded this thought that I had that no, it's actually, I think it's the right way. And I think it needs actually more people that do that just to not put so much pressure on people who, yeah, try to live their dreams or try to accomplish something that um, they're really, um, yeah, they've always dreamed about, basically. And there are obstacles and that's normal. And just because you are having them doesn't, f- doesn't mean that you're a failure or that you're not good enough. It's just totally normal, and I think that's something that is quite important to establish. I mean, I can say, you know, I'm building my personal business, and so I don't know also doing like your own business is different than giving advice to somebody who's doing theirs because you always have this objective view on it, which why which I, you know, this is like my little baby. <laughs> I have so many emotions and so many thoughts attached to my to my business that sometimes can happen that you don't really see clearly anymore. So I do think that there's a difference when I give advice to other businesses or when I want to try and figure out my business, you know. So I think at some point um, when I um, have a little bit more funding, I will definitely... Yeah, definitely hire somebody who can make my business better or better working, basically. I think that's important to do also as a designer, also as a marketing expert. It's always good to have people from outside to have like a little bit more of a fresh, clear and objective um, view on it. So I do think figuring out your own business and feeling sometimes like, you know, winging it a little bit doesn't mean that you can't help other businesses be successful in their business if that makes sense (laughs) i hope it does (laughs) i hope my point comes across (laughs) so yeah i do feel very much in the position to help other businesses thrive and help um, or like create incredible branding identities for other businesses because i know that stuff so i know exactly what i need to do Um, but sometimes doing your own thing just is a little bit more complicated <laughs> a little, there's just so much more emotions like i said um that are intertwined with all of this so yeah just one thing i just wanted to make that clear <laughs> because it was in the back of my head uh had that you know oh, on the one side i want to position as an expert but then i say oh i don't actually know yeah i don't actually know when it comes to my personal business i just wanted to make that very clear <laughs> um yeah I just wanted to get that out there so I've been talking before about pricing my work and how it feels a bit tricky sometimes to price something that is not really tangible Um, to give you an example for example when you buy a new table for your living room (laughs) and you want it to be done very professionally, um, then of course you know why this table is so expensive, because of the materials, the good wood, because of the perfect craftsmanship, which you will feel and see once it's actually in your living room. So you can always touch the table, you will always feel the quality of the craftsmanship and the material and it will last you probably 20 years even more um, if it's a good quality so these are all things that are tangible that you can see you can feel with graphic design that's not the case you can't touch and feel a logo you um, can't really see how long something will last you because it's not standing in your home and you can't see how durable it actually is like you can't see it in a space basically it's something that's in our screens and I feel like because of that it can be difficult for people to understand the value of a really good brand identity for example of of a very thoughtful designed brochure because you can't really you can't really see the, the quality or, or, yeah, the quality or the value of it, you know. Um, I hope that that makes sense. <laughs> um, but so I was trying to, to price my, um, my brand packages, basically. And um, it was a little bit tricky for me because also if you price too low, it does really damage um, the industry because it sets just a false standard. Um, you know, if a lot of brand designers would start and price really, really low, then the, then the ones that, would, that actually have so, so much knowledge, knowledge, so much expertise and can really bring a lot of value to a brand, then they would never get hired again, I guess, because people would say, well, these and these and these designers are pricing low. Why is that? So doing that w- will increase the overall value of our work, if that makes sense. So pricing too low is bad for the industry. Um, pricing too high sets a lot of expectation that I think is really hard to meet. So you have to find like the sweet spot in the middle and um, also, since you can't really put this brand identity on your t- <laughs> in your living room, and like I said, feel it, touch it, and I don't know, just have it as a tangible tangible thing in your home. I really thought about uh, what I really wanted to do is the value based pricing, which means. I don't price according to um, how many hours this took me. Of course, I have that, that in consideration as well. But I want to get more and more into what value will this brand identity or this work that I do for you bring your business. So this value can look like more Um, sells so of course more more revenue more money will come to you Um, if this brand branding is done right then you won't have to have a rebrand in five ten maybe even more years depending of course of the industry Um, so that's something that really will make your money's worth and I want to try to go more into this direction so how can I show people the real value of graphic design and of in my case specifically brand design so this is my mission also for this for the upcoming weeks I really want to um, dive more into okay what are the things that a good brand identity really does for your business what are the outcomes what happens after you launch a new brand identity Um, how much do sales increase of your services or your products Um, yeah stuff like that and I think since I have uh, since I've had that in mind it's I've been a little bit more comfortable setting my prices I think people who don't know about my industry maybe will think oh I can do that in Canva in in an hour and um, will not understand the the work and the strategic thoughts and everything basically that goes into a brand if you really want to want to build it from the ground up. It's a lot of work that I really, really enjoy, uh, but it is a lot of work, and it is um, a a lot analysis, uh, positioning, um, and yeah, a lot of craftsmanship as well, just not um, on a tangible thing, but um, on a software. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, um, that's something that I've been uh, struggling with a little bit, but now I'm pretty happy with my prices. Also, if you want to download my pricing guide, (laughs) my offerings guide, you can do that uh, on my website. Um, I also set up um, a form now with Typeform. It was um, super, super easy. And that way, um, I hope that I can um, generate a uh, a bit more leads. Um, Leads are basically uh, potential clients and everybody that is really um, interested can just fill out that form and that way i already know quite a bit about the business and if we are good um, if we are a good fit or not um, and then we will have a discovery call and um, go from there and i'm actually really excited and i've been promoting my like i've been really good at um, posting this week which I'm really really happy about I um, I didn't know you can schedule your reels and everything on Instagram how nice like uh, I always hated it that you have to have like a million apps and software to have an Instagram account like a business Instagram account to like schedule your posts and analytics and stuff and now more and more everything is starting to be just on one app and I loved it so much <laughs> so I've been um, scheduling my Reels and my posts on Instagram and then I just now have like one day where I try to um, create a lot of content and then I schedule it and then I don't have to think about it much more which I love a lot <laughs> so yeah that's um, I think that's all that's been going on um, I still am trying to find, like, a routine where I say, okay, every Monday, every Thursday I um, go to, and I, I go work out, or, um, I don't know, three times a week, then maybe one time I do yoga, like, stuff like that, I'm just still trying to figure out and get, like, back, like, more into a routine, which I would love, but um, other than that, I'm pretty happy with my work right now. I'm working for myself, <laughs> like I'm working on my business, um, and I am really sure that if I, um, yeah, or if anybody, if you really, um, just do the work, and really love what you're doing, and to try to talk to your audience, and try to be very specific at what you do, so that people understand right away, um, I think that's something that I'm working on right now, and I think that's something that will bring success, and will bring the first clients, and um, also of course through referrals, so I'm still um, yeah, messaging some people, um, but as always you message, I don't know, 50 and maybe one will answer, you know, or one will really need something at the moment. Um, so yeah, I just am not getting discouraged. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, doing this podcast, uh, which I love. And um, I yeah, I have actually quite a lot to do, although I don't have any clients right now, <laughs> which is funny, but it's nice. Um, and of course, I will let you know if like next week I I somebody popped into my, into my DMs or somebody filled out my form and um, maybe wants to work with me, I mean, that would be amazing. I would be so happy. Um, but also, yeah, I'm really enjoying just the freedom that I have at the moment. Not having clients and not having deadlines and not having timeframes where I have to accomplish something also means more freedom, to be completely honest. So I do enjoy not having any meetings (laughs) at the moment um, because I know or I'm really, really sure that there will come a time in the future where I will have, I hope, a lot of meetings and a lot of calls. And so right now I'm just trying to be in the present here and make the best of my situation at the moment. Okay, (laughs) so whenever you feel like, oh my god, I have too much time on my hands, or don't worry, like, don't be sad about that. Just enjoy it because I can almost guarantee you this time will change and you will be so busy. You will have, I don't know, 10,000 meetings in a day (laughs) and you will wish this time back at this moment. So, yeah, what I'm trying to do is being very mindful of that and thinking, okay, make use of this time do the things that you really like um spend your days like you want to spend them of course also working hard and trying to make this dream reality but at the same time not hating that I have this time because it's a gift time is a gift basically (laughs) not basically time is a gift (laughs) um so yeah maybe that's like a little bit of um of of a thought for you if you are in a place where you feel like oh, i could i could do more i could um yeah have more clients have more work no you you enjoy the phase you're in at this moment and the rest will follow i can almost guarantee that so um yeah um to finish this episode i want to give you guys as always a journal prompt and it's very short and very sweet it's how do you define worth and that can be how do you define worth in um, relationships in yourself like what makes what do you think makes you worthy write all of that down um and I think I just um yeah because I was talking about um the pricing and seeing the worth and value in products so I thought okay how do we define What do we even define worth and um I think it's just an interesting question. So I thought I would give it to you. So, um, and with that, I will uh, finish this podcast to you very soon next week. I can't wait. And have a good day, or week, or night. <laughs> bye bye.